Hi guys, welcome to Let's Talk BD, the official podcast of the BD School, the first educational platform entirely dedicated to business development. Here we interview business development professionals working in the field every day, as well as startup founders, so they can give you all the insights, tips, and best practices to help you become a better business development professional. Let's get ready for the next episode. Hi everyone, I'm Lucia and I'm your host. And today with us there is Francesca from LEAT, an Italian language school based in Rome. And she's also one of our old students. And today we're going to talk with her about her entrepreneurial journey so far. I'm super excited to meet her. She's really uh, like a Vulcan of energy. She's amazing. So Francesca, welcome and uh, let's talk BD. Hi, hi everybody, hi Lucia. <laughs> nice, so yeah, I'm always happy to do this podcast because I'm really um, happy to share my network with, uh, with all of you guys. So uh, first question is always the traditional, usual one. Can you tell us more about you, Francesca, and uh, what you've been doing so far? Uh, yes, I'm, um, I am Francesca, I'm 45 years old, I live in Rome. Uh, and uh, I have been a teacher since 2000, uh, so I mean, it's 20, 21 years so far, and uh, I started online, actually, I started online in Japan, and then I continue uh, teaching Italian uh, in, uh, in Rome, and uh, two years ago, almost two years ago, I decided that uh, I wanted to found a uh, <laughs> A company. I wanted to found a school. I wanted my own school. I mean, the the the, for, the first uh, thinking of this uh, came earlier, but uh, mm, uh, almost two years ago, this idea became a reality. And now here I am. <laughs> nice. And that's so cool that you started online already so long ago. Like now yeah. after COVID, everything happens online, but uh, you're a pioneer. So that's cool. <laughs> yes. But I didn't even remember this. You know, when you when you think about your experience and then this came up to my mind and I said, wow, I started online and I ended up teaching online, which is, yes, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's it is really cool indeed, but uh, uh, how, how did that happen? Because, well, you were a teacher before, and then at some point you said, well, that's it. I, I want my own company. So I, I, how does a teacher become an entrepreneur, you know? How did that work? Uh, I don't know, actually, how a teacher can become an entre- entrepreneur. I know mm, what I became. I mean... I don't. Uh, I don't want to seem arrogant, but uh, uh, I have become a good teacher at some point, and mm-hmm. I felt I was a good teacher. I could manage uh, different classes, and uh, uh, I was lucky because I, mm, uh, I. I mean, I could experience teaching to different kind of students from different nationalities. So when you try this when you are in touch with different people from all over the world, when you can manage all all kinds of classes, and then you feel that you you can do it. Now you can can see all the phases of the work. And so at the beginning, I felt I was a good teacher. Then I felt I was a good trainer when other teacher asked me, how can I do this? How do you do this? And then I felt I was a good um, 
manager. I mean, I could program, I could uh, um, schedule everything, classes, and it was, you know, step by step. I felt that I had all the the um, features to be to become to, to be by myself. I could do it by myself. I mean, in the way I wanted the thing to be. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, I totally don't think it's arrogance. Uh, actually, once uh, a friend of mine, well, he became a friend later, but at the beginning, it was we were just colleagues. And uh, after a while, he told me, hey, you know, Lucia, I really thought that you were so arrogant at the beginning because you were <laughs> always, you know, sharing your opinion and so on. I said, no, look, I think you're mistaking my confidence with arrogance. Like, I talk about stuff I know, and I don't see any reason why not to. And I do things I know I can do. So that's not arrogance. I think it's just confidence. And I think you need a lot of it to be an entrepreneur for sure. <laughs> and experience also, because I mean, if you experience different places where you can work, different colleagues, and you see that every time it works. And now the things is just smooth. So you you are aware that you are at in the right place. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I think it's also good to embrace that, you know, uh, yeah. to embrace your talent because that's, you know, if you have a talent, you should just uh, unleash it. And I remember that actually when we met last year, uh, right before you took the course, I remember we talked about your job title <laughs> and you said, I don't know how to call myself. Should I put founder? Because I don't really feel like a founder. Am I director? And I said, well, accepted or not, but you're the founder, so. <laughs> I know, I always think about you because there is, on, on my LinkedIn profile, there is Direttrice, which is director. Mm. So <laughs> I'm not aware yet that I am a founder. I will change it, Lucia. Good, <laughs> I good. I mean, you just have to embrace it, right? And just uh, accept that you're one of us. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> nice. And uh, yeah, just, you know, staying on this topic, you know, what was the, because I know, like, personally, for example, I did have to embrace being an entrepreneur, because it is different, right? So you have to enter into a new mindset, and you're not used to it, you know, so, um, and it was challenging at the beginning. How was this experience for you? So how did you uh, experience being a first time uh, entrepreneur? It is not it is not easy and it is a completely different thing. I mean, being a teacher, I mean, I know, as I told you, I know um, how to be a teacher, how to be a director of studies, how to train teach other teachers, but I don't know how to make a course, uh, even how to write a book if I want. But I mean, um, being an entrepreneur means knowing um, a lot of tools, which I didn't know, <laughs> which I discovered thanks to BD School, a lot of them, Yay. most of them. Yes, it's it's a completely different, I mean, way of thinking, no? Uh, making connections, for example, is the first one. I, I am really discovering the power and the strength of this, uh, of, of this thing, which I didn't think before. I mean, I was not aware that for me, I mean, making connection was find a good teacher or was, okay, I have to keep in touch with this teacher because I like <laughs> how he, she teaches. 
it, it's not like that. It's really a wide, uh, more wider range of connections of any kind and experiences also of any kind. So, uh, and also even because I'm teaching online also, I mean, mm, technologies and uh, no computer tools and uh, internet tools. I mean, it's, you made me a, a very wide question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't I mean, know where but, I can start. <laughs> but yeah, to be honest, I can really see myself, you know, because if I think about me as an entrepreneur, like there is always a mess in my head, you know, I'm actively working on my organizational skills, but, uh, but I'm really like you, you know, I can just go wild and talk about everything. <laughs> well, I am, yes, this is one thing. I am organized, an organized person. I know this for sure. And that's how I started. So uh, without thinking to the whole, because in this way it would become overwhelming, but really step by step. I don't have, I don't have a, uh, how can I say, a, a big view of everything. I don't know where I'm headed, but <laughs> I know that step, step by step I'm going up. This mm -hmm. I can see easily. And uh, so I started teaching, I started with a bunch of students, and then I decided to follow your course because I felt that I was a teacher and not an entrepreneur and I needed some uh, tools of business development. And then after that, I kept, I, I was, I kept in touch with you and with, with other person I met in the course. And yes, it's something which is constant, constantly building itself nice <laughs> and uh well I, I said you know like precisely in these days i'm working on my organization and i uh, you know guys i always do these interviews also to learn things for myself so <laughs> i'm gonna be selfish now francesca do you have maybe three tips to help me be more organized and of course to help for the people listening today <laughs> Well, the first one is writing. I mean, it seems uh, not very simple, but writing down is the first thing. Okay, <laughs> guys, you can see, it, sure. but I have literally like four, like I have more agendas on this. So okay. this, I think Second I'm on top tips, of it. <laughs> maybe, maybe write everything down on one <laughs> agenda. Okay, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> No, you know, I have Google Calendar. <laughs> On Google Calendar, I, I know you, you, you use it. And I write everything there, everything, really. And if it is not there, it's not in my mind. Mm -hmm. And um, also, I do this for daily meetings, but also for long-term meetings. Uh, for example, uh, when we... Uh, give us some tasks. I don't know. Uh, I I want to change lead school newsletter. I want to change my school newsletter because I don't know. It's uh, too messy, and I know I don't have time to do it now. I write it on Google Calendar in three months, for example, three months ahead. Mm -hmm. So I know it's there. Even writing it down, it's like it helps sticking it in the head. And I know that I had something is coming and I have to think about it. Yes, uh, cool. it's, it's very simple. I mean, it's, I don't know, but I, I'm also constant. That is- I uh... Do what I 
think I have to do, even in a simple way, for example, keeping talking about the newsletter, if in three months I have no idea how to change it, even, I don't know, a sentence, even the title, something I have to change <laughs> because I feel that now I have accomplished, <laughs> I have done what I had to do and now I can put another, you know, another reminder three months after. <laughs> nice. I'm going to try that because what I tend to do is, uh, well, there's some things that I like to do better than others. Um, and I like to be very creative. So every time I have a new idea, um, because I'm also impatient, then I just want to do it. <laughs> but I should indeed plan a little bit better. <laughs> Thank yes, you. I feel, and what is happening now, I feel that because, I mean, when you add new things, because you add new things, no? you, you get ideas from outside, from other people's, and you keep adding, and, <laughs> yep. and then at a certain point, uh, you <laughs> must know what you have to uh, delegate or give to, to someone else to do, yes. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally going to try all, this, uh, all these tips because I am struggling. And I know that many business developers and founders listening today, they also struggle with productivity. So uh, that's, uh, that's perfect, uh, uh, like really spot on uh, tips. And how many things do you manage to do in a week, if I may ask? Do you keep track of that? Like how many tasks? Uh, what, what do you mean? Like on an average week, let's say, like uh, how many things do you manage to do? Everything. I don't know. It's, uh, well, consider that this is a great uh, news, but just yesterday Lit became a, a company with uh, an associate. So uh, since the day before yesterday, I mean, until the day before yesterday, I was completely alone. So I teach... I make invoices, I contact students, I prepare didactic materials, I send newsletter, <laughs> I, I don't know, I talk with other teachers. For example, there is um, an art expert in our school and he holds um, a monthly webinar on art in Rome, in Italy. So I organize this, I manage this. So it's, I, I don't know, what do you mean for tasks? <laughs> no, I, I think you gave me a perfect answer <laughs> because I'm also like, I, I wouldn't be able to count the things I do in a week. And, and it always stresses me out, you know, because I actually like to say, well, I did 10 things, you know, but in a week as an entrepreneur, like it's, it's difficult to just say, well, I, I did 10 things, you know, and every time I stop to think about it, like we just did now I'm just like well I did this and this and this and this and then the list keeps growing I'm like huh I didn't realize I did all those things <laughs> and also sometimes a task is two tasks because it really involves uh, many you no know, fields many things so yes it's uh, I don't know I, I I never I counted them I will start counting ah good so then you can uh, you can let me know <laughs> Yes. Nice. And, uh, and what are some challenges that you face uh, in your in your work, you know, as an entrepreneur? Uh, so, of course, well, I, I know because, well, I know you and I know you some of the of the students and so on. So I know that you are a great teacher and everybody loves you. But as an entrepreneur, what are some things that you struggle the most with? Uh, 
being an entrepreneur, <laughs> I mean, not being a teacher, because uh, when you are by yourself and you are a teacher, but at the same time, you are the person who asks you for, I mean, paying for the course or uh, reaching out new students. Uh, this is what is, I mean, uh, hard for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, not so hard because I, I, I can do it. I know I can do it. I proved myself I could do it before starting lit but uh, yes it's something i see must be separated so having this in one person uh, it's something i don't i don't completely uh, understand i don't completely like <laughs> and, and uh, yes for sure reaching also new students new new clients new and doing it in a natural way. I mean, I, this is not, this has never been completely part of my job, no? My job was going in class and teaching. So this doesn't come, natu- doesn't come naturally to me. Ecco, no, no, it's not natural. And I love that you put some Italian words in there, guys. <laughs> cool. Of course, you, you figured out that I have a lot of Italian friends on this podcast, but... <laughs> You don't use you don't use any Italian words. How can you do this? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I even for maybe I should take your course because I'm forgetting some of the Italian words. <laughs> I mix more like English, sometimes French or Dutch, but uh, yeah, because I don't use it that often. So yeah, but that's funny that you mentioned that before starting Lead, you proved yourself that you could find customers because that's exactly the same thing I did. So before starting with the BD school, I actually was freelancing because I wanted to be to prove that I could find uh, customers for the business. And then eventually I found my first customer within 48 hours. So I was like, okay, I think I can take the leap of faith. And I also know that because I remember that when we did the course last year, I was super impressed by you because uh, you said, well, I, I'm, I have classes every day, even on Sunday. And I was like, but that's amazing. You started two months ago. How did you do that? <laughs> so yeah. that was absolutely impressive. I, I remember the moment I, I thought for the first time, okay, I can reach students. I can reach customers. And it was when old students kept, I, I, I received an email from an old student of two years before asking me, where are you now? I want to I'm back to Italy, I want to take classes with you. And they said, wow, this is a power, no? (laughs) So why, I mean, I have this. So yes, yes. I mean, also um, an important thing is okay. It is okay reaching reaching customers and your students, but it must be natural no it must be you feel that you want to be in that school in that course with that teacher totally and I have the same also like I always say that uh, uh, for the BD school courses I don't like to push people to take the course because I think uh, education is something that needs to come from you right so it needs to be something that you want so badly that you're willing to wake up at 8 a.m on Saturday morning and be in class at nine and uh, meet other people and interact with them and and grow right so I I completely embrace this uh, this philosophy 
And what you mentioned that Lead yesterday became a company with an associate. Can we spoil who the associate is already? Or is it a yes, secret? I think we can. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say it? <laughs> so Maria, Maria Cozza is the associate. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, you probably remember Maria for, uh, from one of the other episodes. And uh, if you follow the BD School for a while, you've seen her popping out very often because she's also one of our mentors. So she's... Maybe she wanted to tell you. And in, in, I don't know. I'm Yeah. Well, she, she did tell me. So she, she told me that you would start uh, working together. Uh, but now, guys, everyone knows that uh, indeed they are uh, associates. But uh, they were actually long-term friends right so you you know each yeah. other for a while already and already when you came to the BD school you were friends <laughs> yes yes we have been colleagues we have been friends so awesome and what do you do usually so well COVID uh, allowing um what do you usually do on a regular you know let's say weekend in Rome when it's you and Maria and you decide to have some fun and time off so maybe everybody that wants to go to Rome can take some inspiration from you Uh, well, uh, me and Maria, I know what we do. We <laughs> we would take uh, a car to go. <laughs> we would do a car sharing uh, because we don't. I don't have a car and she doesn't drive. So, uh, and uh, we would go to to the center for an aperitivo. <laughs> That's our weakness. I mean, spritz on a terrace oh. in Monti. Uh, which is in uh, the center of Rome, close to Imperial Forum and Colosseum. And uh, yes, let's say for Friday evening. Uh, Saturday or Sunday, we would do, we did actually um, tour guide uh, to some place. We went to the Roman Forum together and uh, yes we spent the day and then we ate pizza after and then we went home oh <laughs> nice and a roman holiday <laughs> yeah and well of course i think everybody listening here loves rome uh, i do love rome yeah. as well it's uh, it's really a beautiful city but uh, you as a, as a roman so officially a roman what is your most favorite place in rome like the, your place in the art you know there are many actually the place where i live uh, pigneto uh, i love it i mean i have always lived here in rome except one uh, terrible year far from Pigneto, but uh, yes, Pigneto, I like it. It's, uh, I mean, I have seen it growing and changing and uh, becoming a hipster area. And uh, I really like it also because it's very multicultural. And um, I love the city center because it's uh, not only amazing, it's really a wonder. I mean, Rome, I remember, Uh, when I uh, came back from, um, I used to live, I mean, when I started teaching, I went to Japan. And I remember when I came back from Japan and I was used to, I mean, Jap Japan is beautiful, and, but I was used to that colors and that cities. When I came back and I saw Rome for the first time after being abroad, I was like, wow. I saw it, I saw Rome with the eyes of a tourist. So I, I understood what a tourist can 
see in this city when it comes here. Awesome, that, that's really beautiful. And I have exactly the same. So I, have, uh, I live very close from Rome. So my originally, I'm just one hour away from Rome. Uh, and, but every time I like to go and have family there as well. But I really just like to, uh, to feel like a tourist there. So I always go, I have my own itinerary. I always walk from the Colosseum up to Piazza del Popolo and I do all the center just walking. It just, uh, I don't know, the feeling that Rome gives as a city is uh, something like amazing. I mean, I've been to so many cities, but Rome is so warm and uh, full of history. It's just uh, beautiful. To, to Very real, Rome. you know, it's uh, maybe this is something everybody says, no? Rome, seem, it's a big city, but it seems a, a small village. But mm. this is true because every, every area is a kind of city by itself. And also one other thing I want to say about Rome, I, um, I um, bike in Rome. I, I go by bike. I mean, when I go out with Maria in the evening for a day, we, <laughs> we go by car. But uh, biking in Rome, it's, uh, I don't know, you, you feel lucky. <laughs> If you go to work and you pass not through uh, Roman Forum and you see Colosseum, uh, in the background and you think, okay, I am where I need to be. <laughs> Amazing. And well, of course you teach Italian. Yes. So what are like, do you have like maybe a survival sentence that everyone that wants to go to Italy should absolutely learn? Uh, wow, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <survive> only one. <laughs> maybe three or as many as you want that you think they're okay, necessary. So I would say un pezzo di pizza margherita. Do I need to translate or do you? Yeah, a, a piece of pizza. You need to be able to order a piece okay. of pizza. <laughs> so scusi, not to attract attention. Yeah. And uh, what else? Wow, I don't know. Um, thank you. Grazie, grazie. <laughs> nice. I'm very happy that you mentioned this is a pizza, of course, because I always have, you know, like if you read those uh, dictionaries with the pre-made sentences, you know, I always found stuff that were like, but when am I ever going to use them? You know, like that I'm not going to say these things, you know, but I think indeed if you know, oh, sorry, excuse me, or thank you, especially the thank you, I think it brings you really very far, especially in Italy, where we're very warm and we just like to, you know, we, we become friends very quickly, don't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. So, Maria, if someone here listening wants to take your Italian classes, uh, how can they do it? They can check out on our website, which is www.lit-school.com. And uh, there is an Italian version or English version. And uh, there, there are all the information to contact us and to write and to telephone and everything. Awesome. So I'm going to make sure, guys, you have the links to lead school. So if you always wanted to learn Italian, this is your chance. Francesca is absolutely amazing, full of energy, and I'm sure you're going to love working with her. And uh, thank you so much, Francesca. It was thank really you, nice seeing you again. Thank you. And everyone, thank you for listening. See you at the next episode.